Alabama, New Congressional District, number two. We're located at um, 231 6th Avenue here in uh, Beatrice, Alabama on a beautiful morning. Time is about 1.30 a.m. in the morning. We want to talk to you, um, Monroe County and Beatrice and the surrounding areas that follow House Production Gospel about... Um, the upcoming March the 5th um, primary election, um, focusing primarily on uh, district number 22, who's running um, in this race for um, the new district number 22. Um, there are quite a few candidates running for this district. And I want to focus on um, primarily Monroe County. Is in one of the is in one of the counties in the new district number twenty-two. Alabama New Second Congressional District on the map approved by a uh, federal court in uh, in October, this map will, will be used for the first time in the 2024 election. And um, as you can see, uh, the district is um, comprised of um, 41 plus percentage of, of black people. Um, in this district and they made it so that uh, it takes in a portion of um mobile county and it goes up a, um quite a ways um all of those people qualifying for the marshall field primary <clears throat> which ended friday for the democrats and the republican party and all congressional uh, seats are on the ballot. But the District 2 became the hottest race after the federal court approved the new map. And as you can see, that's the new map. That's District 2. You got District 1 down here, District 2, and down at the southern portion of uh, Alabama. But District 2, like I said, became the hottest race after the federal court approved the new map. Now, what does this mean? What does this mean to us here in Monroe County? For any county, in fact, with this many candidates running for office, the March of Phil primary, it's going to be rather crowded, <laughs> excuse me. Then come April the 16th is when the uh, some of those candidates are eliminated. Well, some of them are going to be eliminated on March the 5th by not getting sub substantial enough votes to keep running. But for Mon Monroe County in particular, 
out of the 11 Democratic candidates, Alabama, uh, Monroe County is Republican and Democrat people in Monroe County. Um, somebody is not going to um, be able to make the cut. I believe the best thing to do for whoever is running or whoever you want to vote for to get the maximum amount of um, people voting is to there's so many candidates and so many people picking and choosing who they want. I mean, you go in 10, 15, 20 different directions. And particularly for Democrats in Alabama, with 11 Democrats vote on the ballot in Monroe County, who out of those 11 Democrats going to be successful to make it to the April 6th? April 16, there are quite a few people. I'm going to name them for you. James Averhart, Napoleon Bracey Jr., Anthony Daniels of Huntsville, a former Justice Department official, Shamara Figures, Representative um, Jeremy Gray, of Opelika, Phyllis Hall, Harvey Hall, a government retiree and businessman, William J. Leonard of Pikes Road, Larry Darrell Simpson, a businessman, Vermel Patel of Troy, Santa Marica, Coleman of Pleasant Road, representatives Jodalian Giving of Birmingham, Dr. Brian Gary, a general surgeon at Jackson Hospital, and Dara Sinkfield, Assistant Executive Director of Field Services for the Alabama Department of Education. Now, uh, I believe um, one of the candidates withdrawed from this election. Let me see. Uh, make sure uh, who that is i had that up earlier but i need to make sure let's go back over here i need to make sure is that withdraw from that i'm going to go to the um um our web page here if you will bear with us I'm going to go to our web page and um, it's our, our, our Democratic. Uh, okay, let's go here. Y'all bear with me a minute. Uh, it's our vote. It's our get out the vote. I'm about to find it here. I'm going to kind of Democrats get out the vote. Okay. Uh, all right, let's go down here. Uh, 
Okay, here we go. There are so many candidates running. It's, it's just going to really be a difficult thing to um, pick a candidate because there's so many in the race, so many in that race trying to win. Now, bear with me here. Let's see here. I'll leave it down here. Okay, yeah. Okay, here are, the, here are those candidates that are running because uh, I believe St. Field was the one that uh, um, yeah, I believe yeah, Gary St. Field withdrew from the race in December. I'm sorry about that. That leaves 11 candidates on the Democrat side. 11 candidates plus eight Republicans plus eight. Now, when you go to vote in Monroe County out of the 32, 30 or 29, 30 art precincts, if we are voting in all kinds of different directions, and that's for anywhere in the state of Alabama, that's somebody vying for a position in, in the, to be the Senate elect for district number two. There's just so many candidates. It's going to be a process of elimination. And you could say, just let the process take place and they will eliminate themselves. But in each particular county, you really need to focus on who you're going to vote for. Because when you're voting in that manner, your opponent doesn't have to do as much work because you got there's so many people voting for different people, it's going to dilute, dilute the, the total number of votes coming out of your particular county. But the thing about that is it is uh, so difficult in those early stages to get the right person. for your particular district and who you want. Like I said, James Averhart, a retired U.S. Marine and former 2020 congressional candidate, representing Napoleon Bracey, Jr. out of Pritchard, Senator Merkia Coleman of Pleasant Grove, House Minority Leader Anthony Daniels, a Democrat out of Huntsville, Shamara Figures, a former Deputy Chief of Staff to the U.S. Attorney General and the son of Senator Vivian Davis figures out of Mobile. Brian Gary, Representative Jadalian Giving, a Democrat out of Birmingham, Representative Jeremy Gray, Democrat out of Opelika. Phyllis Harvey Hall, an educator consultant and 2020 and 2022 congressional candidate 2020 and 2022 congressional candidate, Wheelie J. Leonard, Vermeil Patel, a realtor, and Larry Daniels Simpson, a musician. Also in that, on the Republican side, 
Senator uh, Greg Arberton out of Atmore, former Senator Dick Brubaker, Pike Hill Road, Caroline Dobson, an attorney, Carla M. Dupree, a business owner, and 2022 U.S. Senate candidate, Wallace Gibbery, a former University of Alabama NFL football player, um, Hampton Harris, a realtor, Stacey T. Uh, Shepson, Belinda Thomas, a member of the new Newton City Council in Dale County. We're going to share this this tab here over on the and go back over those names again for you. The race for Alabama new congressional district will be a crowded one. Believe you me, it's crowded. Again, those candidates. James Averhart, Repolian Bracey, Mirko Coleman, House Minority Leader Anthony Daniels, Shamara Figures, Brian Gary, Representative Givings, Jeremy Givings out of Birmingham, Representative Jermaine, Jeremy Gray out of Opelika, Phyllis Harvey, Willie J. Leonard, Vimeo Patel, a realtor, and Larry Daniels, Simpson, a musician, plus the Republicans that are running to. Greg Arberton, Atmo, Dick Brubaker, Carolyn Dobson, Carla M. Dupreece, Weary, Hampton Harris, Stacy T. Shun, and Belinda Thomas running for those six offices. That is going to be a crowded, crowded field. And uh, in those for District 2, a portion of Mobile, a portion of Mobile, Washington County, come on up here to Monroe County, Conecuh County, Butler, Pike County, Barbara County, Russell, Bullitt, Macon, and Montgomery County. That is a very crowded field of people running for this particular office. Um, importantly, guys, that we understand something about what is taking place in this election. The court set it aside so be primarily a black district. But it's incumbent upon black people in this district to come out and vote. If you want a representative of your skin color to represent you, that does not say that a white person can't represent district too. That does not say that a black person would be better than a white person or whoever other runs other than an African-American. 
It is free and open to whoever gets the most votes to be representative of this new congressional district aside so that Alabama will have a black representative for the second district in Alabama. There is, there is, um, seven right now it's six all of them are controlled by republicans but i want you to understand that it is important that we come out get yourself registered march the 5th is two 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 uh, two weeks away. Today is um, uh, February the twentieth. February the twentieth. We, we we got less than two weeks. We got less than two weeks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, yeah, 14 days to come together as people in this country. And the thing we use about, I, I, I'm talking to our, our, our black citizens in Alabama. Why have you stopped voting? Our white brothers and sisters is depending on us to continue to stop voting and not going to vote. Voting is important. Uh, in the last election, in the last election, guys, in the last election, if it would not have been for the surrounding counties when Thomas Jackson was running for District 68, Representative Thomas Jackson, that's in the House now, representing uh, 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 District 8, District 68, he would have lost. He was up against a, 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 a local politician here from Monroe County. And he just about lost that race because the people wasn't voting. And if it had been depending on the people in Monroe County, he would have lost. The voting was just that poor. And the question is, and the question is, why are we not voting? What has happened to us that people died in the, in, 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 in the Selberton Montgomery market? died in all parts of this nation for the right to vote. And here we are, a people not voting. And what, what what's behind that? You have a right responsibility as a being a part of the nation to be involved in the process of voting, a 
picking this list. If you want to sit back and say that your vote do not count, you sit back and you do that. But I guarantee you, your vote do count. It counts for you or against you. It counts for you if you exercise your right to vote. It counts against you if you exercise your right not to vote. And we are all interconnected. You may think that you have your whatever you got, whatever, and you all independent and you can do anything that you want. That is true. But you are your brothers and sisters keeper. You are. You are connected. And it speak of those terms in the in the Bible about who you are. Don't just think you out here by yourself and, and, and whatever you do don't affect nobody else. It does. It whatever you do do affect other people. Whatever you do not do affect other people. You need to get up off your duffs and go vote. Now we sit back and we talk about what uh, uh, the GOP, the Republicans are. Now they're black and white Republicans and they're black and white Democrats. But guess what? What about what is right? It is your responsibility. This is a life, faith-driven action. It is a faith-driven action to go vote. And why is that? Why is that? You don't know what the person that you uh, pray for and and ask God to guide and send your way and to do things that are better for you to help you in, in your situation. You don't know who God's going to send. But if you don't reach out in a faith move by voting, action, voting is a faith move. In other words, you pray and look at a person, look at the candidates and see what they're saying, and, and you make a choice. And you step inside of that voting booth. And you mark who you believe will be the best to help you do what you need to do as a citizen, as a community. And guess what? It matters who you send to your county seat. It matters who you send to your mayor's seat. It matters who you send to the commissioner's seat. It matters whoever you send to represent you. And who do you want to represent you? Do you want to rep somebody representing you that do not care nothing about your interests? Or do not care about your family? Or care about your community? Or care about uh, your, your schools and your your businesses and the jobs and, 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 and the highways and the stuff and the city streets and stuff like that? No, you want somebody in there that's going to be caring about it. You don't want somebody in there going to be in there just to go along, get along, get more money for prestige. 
You want somebody that genuinely care about you and your problems, whatever your problems are. You ask God to send somebody to help. And God works through me and you. Youngsters coming out of high school at the age of 17 and a half to 18 years old, when they get out of the 12th grade, they should be registered and prepared to vote. For the four high schools here in Monroe County, those kids that are 17 and a half and that will be 18 by March the 5th, make sure they are registered to vote and in line and, 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 and eligible to go to the poll on March the 5th. High school principals, high school uh, teachers, high school counselors, Superintendent Greg Sheehan, board members, make sure the people in Monroe County at our four high schools of J.F. Shields High School Monroe County High School, Excel High School, and J.U. Blackshire High School, all of those kids that will be 18 by March the 5th, make sure they are registered and have voting IDs and can go to the poll and vote. You do your part to have them ready to vote and for them to vote that's still just like me and you. They are an individual. They have a choice. But you do not give them a choice about whether they are registered to vote or not registered to vote. You do your part. Send them out of that high school as a registered, eligible voter with a voter ID so they can go to the poll and vote. That's a direct influx into increasing the voter turnout for your community, for your county, for your state, and for the nation. It is important that you register yourself personal, and if you're in a position in a school and have the responsibility of getting high school seniors that are 17 years old now and, and will be 18 by March the 5th, be registered to vote for the uh, March 5th uh, election, also for the April 16th prime and for the national election in November. That's a responsible thing to do. It's too important. There is so much taking place in this nation when it comes to voting. Why do you think people are tearing and pulling at the, your eligibility and your rights to vote. Because it's important. That's your representation. I want to go back one more time for us to understand exactly who's running and, and, and what's the importance of, of it. There are 11, 11, there are 11 Democrats running 
James Averhart, a retired U.S. Marine and former 2020 congressional candidate. Napoleon Bracey, Democrat out of, out of Pritchard. Senator Merkel Coleman, I'm hoping to pronounce that, out of Pleasant Grove. House Minority Leader Annie Daniels out of Huntsville. Shamira Figures, a former Chief of Staff at the U.S. Attorney General's Brian Gary represents Jadalyn Given out of Birmingham, represents Jeremy Gray, Phyllis Harvey, Willie Leonard, Vimeo Patel, and Larry Daniels, plus the Republican candidate, Greg Arbutin, Atmore, Senator Dick Brewer, Caroline Dobson, an attorney, Kyla M. Dupreece, Wallace Gilberry, Hampton Harris, Stacey Weatherson, and Bill Lewis. These are the candidates that's going to be in the thrall of candidates that's going to be voted for March the 5th. If you're a church leader, if you're a pastor, if you're a deacon, you are a minister, and you have a people in your flock. Stand up and tell them to vote. That's another thing. Uh, um, when we were coming up, I'm 77 years old. When we were coming up, guys, ministers and pastors and deacons and Sunday school teachers, they were constantly telling black folks, go vote. When they, our white brothers and sisters through the Klan and other uh, efforts were hanging us and, 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 and killing us and burning us out and bumming our homes and bumming our churches. Oh, we were, we were in the church praying and calling on God to you, you, you get us to vote and representation. Now that you got it, you didn't sit down. Don't say you haven't because you have. And ministers in Monroe County and throughout the state of Alabama, get back in that pulpit and minister to the whole body of your people, your Christian people. You are responsible for them. That includes their citizenship. You are responsible through Jesus Christ who died on the cross for us to tell your people that are Christians that come in your sphere of influence and teaching their responsibility as a citizen. It is their civic responsibility. What did God say? What did Jesus say when they were talking about government and, 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 and Christians? What did he tell them? Render the things unto Caesar that are Caesar. That's government. Politics. In fact, they don't, don't come with this stuff about ain't no politics in the church. The church is politics. Jesus Christ turned over the tables. What do you think was going on when they crucified Jesus Christ? 
politics. It's time we go back home. That's to Jesus Christ, God, our creator, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, praying and teaching our people about their responsibility. You are responsible for your brothers and sisters. And with that, I'm going to close. Let us pray. Our Father and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for the opportunity to speak to our brothers and sisters about their responsibility to vote and the importance of the vote. Give us the courage to stand in spite of the danger for our jobs or our lives or whatever the situation is of why we're not voting. Give us the courage to stand up again as a people and exercise our civic responsibility to teach our children about voting, to tell each other the importance of voting and how it is our civic responsibility, our God-given right as a citizen of this country called America to exercise that right. We are so divided because we are not sending leaders to lead us in this nation who are Christian, loving, kind, compassionate, thinking about the other side and the other person type people to political office. We are sending people that are selfish. We are sending people that are hateful. We are sending people that uh, want prefer this race against that race, per, it, it, trying to control people instead of letting God control them through faith. Give us the courage, Jesus. We do not know who out of these 11 Democratic persons are Republican candidates going to win or be victorious for district number two, the new congressional district here in Alabama. We don't know because we are exercising our faith in you and our faith in our decision to go into the poll to vote. And it's up to you, Jesus. But we must do our part. As human beings, we must do our part. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. These are many blessings we ask in our son Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. We thank you all for being here with us. Um, we're going to um, share this. And uh, we hope you um, go out and vote. God bless you. See you next time. Right. The one thing we want to remind you guys of is that the new congressional district is district number two. That is the new congressional district um, that has been approved by the legislature here and Senate here in Alabama. It is district number two. Now, at the beginning of this program, we said 22, but we are sorry about that mistake, but it is district two.
The new congressional district is district number two. Thank you. God bless you. We'll see you next time. God willing.